You are listening to episode 97 of the Remind Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, everybody. I am so glad you're here. Today, you are in for the best conversation. So get excited because I have two amazing emergency department physicians with me today who've been doing amazing things in the realm of physician wellness. So I am going to welcome to the program, Dr. Christy Grawl and Dr. Larry DeLuca. Thanks for being here. And I'm going to let you you. introduce yourself. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Well, I'm Christy Grawl. I um, am an attending physician at Regents Hospital here in St. Paul, Minnesota. I work with the residents and I'm involved with Happy Doc Summer Camp, which you'll be hearing a lot about in just a few minutes. And I'm Larry DeLuca. I'm an associate professor at University of Arizona. I am dual boarded in emergency and critical care medicine. So I understand fatigue and burnout really, really well. So that's kind of what got us started on the road to Happy Doc Summer Camp and trying to do something about physician wellness. So awesome. And the reason that we've connected is that I, through a medical school classmate, got connected with Christy and she was talking about the work she was doing with residency wellness. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you're amazing. I need to speak with you about this more. She said, oh, by the way, there's this camp that I do that's all about physician wellness. And that's when I heard about Happy Doc Summer Camp. And I thought, You need to come on to my podcast because I have listeners who are looking for this exact thing. So maybe I'll have one of you speak to like, where did this come from in the first place? Like, where was the seed for this camp? Where did it spring from? Well, I really can't take the credit for it. And it was actually my partner, Rick Johnson, who unfortunately can't be on the podcast this morning, but he basically saw me getting more and more fatigued and burned out. And he started reading about the stats, you know, 400 physician suicides a year that were leaving the profession at incredible rates. And that even if people don't get all the way to suicide, they frequently get to despair. They sometimes have substance issues, or a lot of times they just suffer in silence. And those things lead to bad patient outcomes. They lead to bad patient interactions. They lead to unfortunate incidents that are bad for our residents, teaching, and for our community. So he got the idea of trying to put together this program. He has done a lot of work with nonprofits over the years. And actually, we got the name Happy Doc Summer Camp because our first programs were at a real-life summer camp in the Poconos at a place called Pocono Valley Resort. And wow, uh, that sounds- they have Amazing. They have have all the stuff. We ziplined. We uh, did um, the ropes course. We didn't swim. Well, some people swam in the lake. I'm a terrible swimmer. I sank in the lake. Um, (laughs) We rode kayaks. Yes. And And don't forget the giant swing. Oh, gosh, the giant swing. The giant swing was the best thing about the giant swing was I didn't go all the way up on it. I love this. I mean, I know we'll get into it, but even Uh as we're talking about it, like I'm getting such excitement and joy. And when I'm hearing you and seeing the sparkle in your eye talking about this, this is exactly what so many of us need. And I know that you'll talk a little bit more about other tools that you share, but we need rest and play. 
Yes. And this is play people. Like if it sounds fun to you, like, oh my gosh, I wish I could go to summer camp. Yes, Mm -hmm. you can. So keep talking. That is just, it sounds amazing just right off the bat. And play is exactly the right word. That was Rick's original vision and we've tried to carry it through. We built this on things we liked and things we didn't like about other sorts of things. One of the things we agreed we did not like was the general style, and we're not judging other people, but for us, it didn't work. This idea of the team building camp where you're not a team player if you don't put your life at risk and dangle upside down from some zip cord. I knew that we had achieved what we set out to do when one of our campers got all the way to the top of the rope course and she's like, oh, hell no. And she just went back down. And everybody was like, yeah, you know, we all had a good time. No one judged her. She was happy. We were happy. She didn't put herself in a situation where she felt she had to do something bad or uncomfortable just to prove she was a member of the group. You know, we do have a formal curriculum, which is part of the day. And then the activities are sometimes structured, sometimes just pure free time. But the goal is to let people do what they want to do and find the ways that they can make themselves more well. And we're, we've been to, I'll let Christy talk about the, some of the other really fascinating places we've been to. But uh, the thing was, is I said, you know, if ev- somebody goes to every talk that we do, great. If somebody goes to just the ropes course and maybe one or two talks in the morning, great. If they just use this as an excuse so that they can get really much needed time away and they do just enough CE to get their work to pay for it, they've worked on their wellness in a real and tangible way. And if they want to spend their time in their cabin, that's their business. I love it. But not to force anybody, not to drag you out of your shell. If your shell works for you, your shell works for you. But we're cool. Come hang out with us if you feel like it. Oh my gosh, I love it. It's almost like you're treating us like adult humans who can decide for us what's right, but giving an array of beautiful options. Exactly. So, you know, I I, my, I have two graduate degrees in education because I did exercise phys where I went to med school. And I did them in a school of education, partly because I was working in fitness education and wanted to do curriculum development. And that actually paid off really well, in part because of this amazing guy from Boston University, who I never met, but read his book. I followed him years later at the university. His name was Malcolm Knowles. And he wrote, among other things, The Modern Practice of Adult Education. And one of the things he talked about is in pedagogy, and we all know pedagogy, we were there in medical school and elementary school, which are pretty much the same thing. Um, You know, the, the knowledge comes down from on high, you assimilate it, there's a test, and there are consequences if you don't pass it. Whereas with adult education, the model is much more symmetrical. And so the teacher is kind of seen in the role of diagnostician. My job as teacher is not to give you a necessarily, in these kind of contexts, a set curriculum but to figure out with you what you need to know to fulfill your own goals. So if you come to me and say, you know, I need help with, and I don't want this to sound like therapy, it's not therapy, but let's say I need help kind of figuring a way to get away from some of the intrusive thoughts I've had about a couple of bad codes we had recently. Obviously, if they need help beyond just talking through some basic stuff, we're going to direct them to a therapist. We are not therapy. But that said, we could talk to people about basic general things, cognitive techniques like reframing. We could talk to them about the importance of debriefs and how debriefs reduce post-traumatic stress disorder and get them to think about their experience in ways that are productive instead of negative. 
you know, we try very hard to stay away from the idea of individualized therapy. And really a lot more, like I said, we talk about things like helping people with wellness and things like, you know, thoughts chasing them in PTSD after codes. A lot of it is teaching people through the literature to recognize the symptoms of these things and, and look at the tools that are already readily available, like the debrief to help people prevent these kind of problems. And if they've started kind of creeping up on people to help people, you know, improve what they're, where they're going. Christy, is that a fair assessment? I would I love say it. So. The thing I would say is don't, don't forget that we also allow people to connect and realize that they're not alone and that others struggle with the same mm-hmm. things as they do. And maybe somebody else has a solution for it that you haven't thought of, or you haven't tried. That I is love such- that. I've, I find community and normalization of struggles to be so beneficial because we're all high achievers and we all think we're the only ones. Oh my gosh, I'm a failure. I'm not doing a good job. I'm the only one struggling. Then you start talking about it and it's like, oh, wait a minute. We're all struggling, which I love. Let's start at the place where, yep, we're all on the struggle bus of life. Now what? Well, I'm so glad you touched on that because you've encapsulated two really important things. The first one is imposter syndrome where people think that despite their training, despite their education, their experience, that everybody else is thriving and they're the only one who's faking it, going through the motions, waiting to be caught. And it's amazing how liberating it is once you identify imposter syndrome and people go, oh my gosh, I get it. I remember the first talk I ever heard about it. Very, very enlightening. Um, But the other thing about it is this group experience. There's a lot of stuff at Happy Doc where there's a lot of crosstalk. You know, we're, we're really more facilitators than instructors, you know, whether it's friends, colleagues, occasional residents who show up, whoever it is, a lot of times you're right. The group helps solve problems for each other together. And that kind of binds them together in an interesting way. And they feel, you know, more connected, like you said. Well, I have a question for you. I mean, it sounds to me like anybody in healthcare would really benefit from this. Is there anyone in particular that you just want to say like, we invite you. And again, maybe it is all the people, but is there anyone in particular who, if you give some describing things that they'd be like, oh my gosh, that's me. And then again, don't worry, listeners, we will definitely have all the information to share about where you can find out more about this and sign up. But so is there anyone in particular that this is geared toward or is it geared toward anybody? I mean, I think bottom line, it's geared toward anybody. But um, if you're struggling with something, if you're feeling like you're alone, if you're feeling overwhelmed by the medical community in general, um, I think we're a good place for you to come and find others that are like-minded and can can help. But don't forget, if you're just looking for fun and to get some CME in a very different environment, we can also provide that. Mm -hmm. And to be fair about the group. We are mostly emergency physicians. And I was just so going to ask that. Are yeah. non-emergency department docs welcome? I'm sure oh they are. Oh my gosh. Yes, we got an welcome. oncologist, a rheumatologist. We even got along with a surgeon. It was amazing. Oh, yay. We had a veterinarian come to the first one. She was awesome. So, so cool. we've had, and um, we've had a really good mix of of pretty much all physicians, but we are certainly open to, you know, if nurses or respiratory therapists or anybody wants to come, we we will find a place. Be, and that's kind of part of the emergency mindset. We're all very much a team. It's like the ICU. You know, when I rounded back when I used to work at ICU, it was me and the pharmacist and the and the uh, clinical nurse specialist and the charge nurse. And 
PT and OT and a couple of other people. Oh, speech. Please do not forget speech and respiratory. You know, and, the, the, and you can see the more I go on, the more I name more people. And one of the things that I do like about emergency is we're close together with everybody else. And we're kind of a flat management structure by comparison. And it doesn't mean everything's perfect all the time. But it means that we're really used to working closely together because we can't go hide upstairs in the lounge. We can't take call from home. We're there right alongside them. And if we do something they don't like, they're going to come and they're going to tap us on the shoulder and say, hey, I really didn't like that. Oh, by the way, can you sign the CKG? Yeah. So, <laughs> so good. Because you you got to work it out as like family. It's like we yes. don't always have to love one another or yes. like one another, but we kind of got to love one another and learn how to get along. Yes. Well, and so then, beautiful. Few years have been really hard for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's been hard for everyone in healthcare. It's not limited to one specialty or one type of healthcare worker. It's everybody. So, yeah, I was just going to say, you have seen such evidence and I've heard stories. Of course, the nurses are struggling, the respiratory therapists are struggling, everybody's struggling. I mean, and again, all of humanity, mm-hmm. you have a human brain, it's been a hard few years. But of course, I often say, well, yes, and I speak to the healthcare workers, but I think that's a really good point. Now, were you able, have you had any gatherings in the last couple of years since the pandemic, or is this the first year that you're going to be up again live? This is our first year up again live. We made a decision. Well, I made a decision, let's face it, because it's not credit. It's blame that needs to be placed. So <laughs> you, you distribute credit, you accept blame. That usually well, works out Well, you made well. a decision. We don't even need to get <laughs> blamed. You made a decision. a decision. The best well, decision all- you could. Right. In the forward direction, we didn't think COVID was going to go on two years. And we were worried about the negative impact on people who were already lonely and stressed of sitting in their house after having decon for half an hour, getting on Zoom and talking to all everybody else in their homes, hundreds of miles away, who were lonely and stressed. We did hold a couple of happy hours. And those were really fun. Just like all Happy Doc alums, we hung out. and they They were just cool and a really good time. But no formal programming. Um, Because one of the things we've always wanted to make sure we do is we talk about serious issues, but we don't want to get bogged down. We don't want to be morose. Um, You know, if there's one person that might be emotional during something, yeah, that happens. That's normal. That's natural. But if like you're halfway through introductions and people are already in tears, something's something's wrong with the ambiance. Time for the zip line. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Right. And that mixture. And that's part of that EM mindset to work hard, play hard take a break, renew. Don't be at work when you've already been up three days. You got a colleague coming in, no matter how bad your shift was, there is somebody coming in to relieve you. And then when you come back tomorrow, except for a certain person who won't be named, who's waiting for placement, all of your other annoying patients will be gone. So, and so there's, there's a sort of rhythm about emergency. I think that carries over into the way happy doc operates. Um, You know, there's, um, so, and and that's not good or bad. It just is. It's sort of the style of it. But right. everybody so far who's come has had a good time. So I think, you know, we're, I think we're hitting the right notes. We just like to really get started again, doing in-person programming and hit a larger audience. Well, I'm super excited because what I have heard are two amazing opportunities for people to come and be in community and rest and play and learn and grow is kind of how I would say it. So do you want to speak to what those opportunities are for people? Sure. Christine, Christine. do you want, I don't know if Christy wants to start. 
Sure, we we can we can do that. So um, we have long time had our signature program, which is the Happy Doc Summer Camp in the Poconos in Pennsylvania, and that program has gone very well. Um, but we have decided in recent years to take our curriculum and programming on the road. And one of the events that we have hosted in the past and we're bringing back again this year is called Docs in the Wild. And this is where we partner with Glacier Rock Wellness Ranch out in Washington State, just at the base of Mount Rainier. Wow. It's a remote setting. People come, they camp on the grounds. They maybe stay in the hotel in town. There's limited housing. Um there's a few little gazebo type tents there that you could stay in. Um, so the housing options are are remote and fun, or you can have all the amenities of a hotel. Um, and we do our programming essentially in a very large, almost like a barn type building there. Um, it's a fun place to get back to your basics, get back to your roots and commune with the environment. Um, including some baby goats who occasionally come up and hang out with us. Oh my gosh. That's, I would say that's healing. Certainly we all know that nature is healing. So to do this sort of programming in a place where even just stepping outside and seeing the beauty, I mean, hello, good morning, Mount Rainier. I mean, that's incredible. And I love that the baby goats might come by to say hi. The baby goats are amazing. Yeah. And that program will be in June. Um, Larry, do you have those dates? 23rd, to, June 23rd to 25th. Okay. Easiest Wonderful. way to get there is to fly into Portland or Seattle. It's about a two-hour drive either way. Um, Perfect. Because Mount Rainier is about equidistant from the two, and it's pretty big, so it's hard to miss. Yes. Um, but uh, you know, did you mention KK already, Christy? I haven't, but you go ahead. Okay. Uh, Glacier Rock Wellness Ranch was started by KK Moody. She's been involved in ASAP for a lot of years. She's done ASAP Council. She has um, been doing a program called Take Back Emergency Medicine. So she approaches wellness from a similar um, perspective um, and brings, I mean, oh gosh, she, she's been building this ranch for years and she's going to be continuing to build it for a long time. And she wants it to be a larger retreat for emergency physicians mostly, but obviously anybody would be welcome to stay there. And we're one of, we're one of what hopefully someday will be several programming things that will go on there. So we're excited for her. And one of the things I like about this is that there's this really nice mutual support. You know, we're trying to promote them. They're trying to promote us. We're all trying to make physicians more well and less unhappy or more happy. Let's put it in positive terms. Sounds absolutely fantastic. And listeners, there will be a link in the show notes that will take you right to the website. You can read even more about it and sign on up. Yes. So that's and coming register- up in June. And then I believe I heard that there was a new offering for the fall. Would you, one of you like to speak to that? There is. Um, the registration for the June program is already open. The registration for the upcoming one will open probably this week. Christy, do you want to show them what's behind door number two? Oh, it's exciting, everybody. <laughs> I wish I had a drum roll. It's not we- a yam cart. <laughs> we are very fortunate that we are taking Happy Doc Summer Camp to Hawaii this year. Yay! Yay! Hawaii. Oh, did you hear Hawaii this? Coffee. You have an opportunity go. to go to a community on wellness, get some CME credits in Hawaii. Yeah, so get your ukulele ready, yeah. get your outrigger canoe ready. And oh, I should have brought my ukulele. 
We yep. will be at the Outrigger Kona Resort uh, in Kona, Hawaii, on the Big Island for three fun-filled days, but you're allowed to stay much, much longer. So extend your stay and have a little vacation and earn some CME. Awesome. And when is that, Christy? Do you have those dates? That is September 24th through 27th, I believe. Yeah. And the resort's been kind enough to say they will grant us the um, the uh, resort conference rate for three days in either direction. So if people want to stay before or afterwards, they can book as early as the 21st of the conference rate and they can, I think it's or as both. late as the 29th. Right. Nine whole days. Can extend yeah. the days for the conference rates. Heck yeah, yeah yep. everybody. If you love a good deal, this is it. Yeah, and they they're starting it. I mean, I hate to plug numbers, but they are starting us at two forty five a night for a resort view um, double occupancy room. Which, That's if you know amazing. rates on Kona, yeah, I think I'm paying more than that incredible. just to be there. <laughs> that is just incredible. And will the same sort of programming be going on at this conference? Yeah, or not conference, the gathering. Yes, we're going to do basically the same program. We'll probably fine tune, tweak a little bit. Um, but we'll what we fun Hawaiian adventures while we're there, right? Yeah, and it's we've we've sorted out the the curriculum thing. We have not sorted out all of the activities yet. There's a bunch. Of, we're going to Christy and I are going to go because it's what all good conference planners do. We're going to go to Hawaii in March and suffer as we have yeah. to talk with them about conference rooms, and outdoor venues, and the cultural tour, and the luau, which we're getting 25% off for, by the way. Oh my gosh, um, yeah, you got to do a little due diligence for your people. That's yep. right. And March is the perfect time. Exactly. I'm going to be out there doing due diligence. <laughs> so good. Oh my gosh. Due diligence, yeah. make sure you bring your sunscreen. Oh my gosh, yes. That so sounds it'll fantastic. And again, the thing is, is where if there's any activities planned beyond like the morning kind of talk sessions, they're going to be, of course, all optional, you know, do what you want. Because the problem with the big island is there's so many cool things to do. There's mm-hmm. coffee plantations to visit. There's a volcano winery. And I'm a lightweight, so I got completely trashed at the wine tasting. Thank goodness I wasn't driving. There's the volcano. Christy brought me to the volcano and it was so cool because there had been fog that day and we got there and the window was just a complete whiteout and we could see nothing. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm laughing so hard. I can't stand myself because I thought hilarious. it was so great. Oh, it was. We went back that following October and, and the fog had lifted by then and we could actually see really well. That but sounds both- absolutely amazing. So yep. Tell me what we've talked about a lot of amazing things. I think that this sounds like a brilliant opportunity for people to just have fun, to connect and also learn things. If they're feeling like they're on the struggle bus and feeling a little overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. a little stressed, a little burnt out, haven't been taught maybe how to do these amazing things, the debriefing, the reframing, that sort of thing. What a wonderful opportunity. What else would you like to make sure that people know other than just do it? That it's supposed to be fun. We've yeah. been to, we've been to other people's programs and everybody does things in their own way, but some of them get really, really heavy. You know, yeah. if you want, if you want somebody, it's really, really heavy. We're not it. We're just going to have fun. You guys, you know, we're going to talk about stuff, but we're going to have fun. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I think you resonated with me when I met Christy. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. And then Larry and I met, you know, a week ago on a zoom call. And I thought these are the people who are doing the good work that are going to help 
the standard, you know, physician or other healthcare worker feel better and not be like, okay, this is serious. We got to sit down and we got to have a lecture about what to do. It's like, uh uh-uh, none of us want that. I don't want that. And again, I try to like share information that people can like leave or take whatever they want. But I love that there are really cool things like this where people can go for several days and immerse themselves and have that bonding and community and fun. Let's admit it. My listeners have heard me before say, if it isn't simple and fun, just forget it. Like we all know how to work hard. That's how we made it through medical school. But like, we don't need to be on that work harder, 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 harder train forever because it sucks. Right. It's okay to have fun, people. Mm Yes, definitely have fun. And one of the things I think a, a couple of curriculum things is we talked about fun, but we haven't talked much about curriculum. Okay. I want to touch on. I know, right? What a drag. No, I it's important. Well. Can the I have a whole pass? Sounds, it sounds really cool. So let's yeah. all listen in. Well, there's a couple of there's a couple of aspects. One of the things we like to do is we like to actually use evidence-based stuff. For example, like we did a um thing we used teaching people a stress and burnout index last year and how to use it, how to apply it. And other things we do is we do the very last thing we always do. It's a happy doc thing is we always do what are called action plans. And I'm going to come back to that in a second, because the reason that we do action plans is because we're not just about personal wellness. Personal wellness is really important. But as our T-shirt said the first year, you can't meditate your way out of a bad job. So we like to talk about things you can fix in the workplace. You may not be able to fix the fact that you've got a charting system you hate. But what you might be able to do is work with IT to maybe fix, like, reduce the number of clicks through the most common pathway. We did that at our institution to cut our documentation time in half. So little changes that are within the reach of the everyday person can have big, big consequences. And the other thing, too, is, you know, I think I quoted you the kitchen prayer, you know, grab me the courage to change the things I can, but the will to accept the things I can't, you know, some things we can't change. I can't, believe me, I can't make our EHR go away. I've tried. And then the wisdom to know the difference. And sometimes just sorting that stuff by itself is super helpful because you've said, you know what? I can't change this. Oh, I forgot my, I made my little Buddha gum that says on it, it's got Buddha meditating. And it says, just let that shit go. That's right. That word on the podcast. You sure can. Okay, good. Um, But that's, that's kind of what some of this is about. And so coming back to the action plans, the idea is a lot of us go to workshops or things that we get all fired up and we're like, oh yeah, this may be so great. And I'm going to do all this, that, and I'm going to get up after 10 minutes of sleep and make 48 cups of coffee and write a novel. And then I'm going to go to work. But the reality is a lot of that kind of wears off after as we settle back into the grind that was getting us down. So the action plan is a goalpost or two to remind you of why you came, remind you of what you wanted to change, and make sure that you're keeping an eye on it. And we encourage people to make very small action plans. Like if you have one personal and mm-hmm. one systemic thing, that's plenty. Because it, it gets you down if you have 10 things on your action plan and you didn't do nine. But if you check off that one thing and you had one thing on your action plan, you're a total freaking success. Yeah. So we try we try to focus on that. We talk to people about the just goals, these kind of nebulous things like, I want to be a better doctor. There's no checkbox that's better doctor. But I want to, I want to be able to identify and explain the function of obscure pharmacologic drugs that are going to appear in my research. That I can check off. That's something that would be an objective. So we talk about that. We shape them together. Everybody who wants to share 
shares theirs with the group. And the coolest thing happened. We had a bunch of people come from 2019 who were there in 2018. And they like brought up their action plans and told us what they did last year. I'm like, what, what could be better? These people took what we did and actually did something with it. That was so so good. And I love that you keep it simple because again, we high achievers, we make the entire to-do list and like, then we feel like failures that we're not achieving it. Because again, I just want to remind all my listeners, I think I've spoken about it before, but like a small little change can change the trajectory of your life. You think about an airline pilot or a, you know, someone who's driving a ship. Is it driving a ship? Steering a ship. Okay. You change by one degree. And over the course of hours and hours and days, you you end up in a totally different place. So for us, that's just a reminder for all of us, because I think a lot of times people can get overwhelmed. Oh my God, my life is just crap. Everything has to change. No, let's, what's one thing that you can do. So I love that you send people away. It's almost like their prescription for their self. Right. Right. What's one thing that I'm going to do personally, one thing for work. That is beautiful. I don't think I've ever seen that at a conference. And I just want to say that is amazing. And I'm going to keep spreading the word that everybody should do that. Cool. I think a common theme that you'll find in everything we do is we never want your wellness program to be the cause of you being unwell. Right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Right. Because people like woulda, shoulda, coulda. Like I should do this. I should do that. Like, oh my God, stop with all the shoulds. What do you want to do? One of the things that's been interesting is watching corporations try to approach wellness. They identify the problem, but they, they sometimes, as Christy said, they sometimes make it worse. They make you unwell. It's like, oh, well, there's a wellness talk today. It's mandatory. (laughs) Right. Um, or, you know, oh, there's a wellness talk and there's a quiz. Yeah, or... they're not quite there yet. And I'm really hopeful. Again, this is my belief yeah. is that when individuals start to feel a little more well, there's a ripple effect, right? So the work yeah. that you're doing is not only affecting all of the lucky folks yes. who come to your programming, is that they go back and they ripple out. So Hopefully we so. are a part of the change that we need to see in medicine. So that's what excites me about all of this. Yeah. And that's, I think something that, you know, when, when I saw like some of the court, like people are dying, like left and right with COVID. And like one day they decide for wellness, they're going to give us ice cream. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. I'll tell you what, the ice cream was great. Not to sound ungrateful, but you could send us nurses. Yeah, yeah, the ice cream's great, but how about yeah? How right. about some help? Sure. And they're like, "That's it. Last time we do anything for you, you're so needy." <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! So again, I will share links. But is there a website that people could go? Oh yes, and yes, check yes. Out? The main website is HappyDocSummerCamp.com. Spelled Perfect. exactly like it sounds. Perfect. Uh, and again, I will have a link if you want the easy, because I always like the easy way to click. But if someone is just remembering that, they can look it up when they get to work if they're listening this on the way to work. And I just redid the website again. So there are links for, well, there's links for the for the Docs in the Wild program. So people can thing, sign up on right, the site? Yes, they can. I have... We've signed our contract without rigor. They're only the only thing we're waiting for is they have a hotel discount link. That's coming soon, probably later this week. I'm hoping my friend. I want to make sure you get that great rate. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Oh. And people, if you are flying all the way to Hawaii, take the time. I invite mm-hmm. you, I challenge you. I love giving my listeners challenges. I challenge yeah. you to take the whole nine days and just spend a lot of time walking and relaxing and resting. And you know what would be amazing is if you got bored. That would be 
phenomenal. After the conference, you stay for a few more days. That would be amazing. Recharge your batteries, yeah. people. And if you're bored, having been a, a frequent visitor to Hawaii, yeah, you're... Hawaii, I, I don't get paid any money from them. And I told them I wanted to see if they'd help us promote. They said, we'll get back to you in 30 days. But Hawaiian Airlines has really cheap inter-island flights. So if you're like, well, you know what? This has been really cool. I enjoyed my time in the big island, but I want to go see a bigger city. You could go to Oahu. You, you're afraid the big island is too fast paced for you. You go to Kauai. Um, <laughs> I love it. So it sounds like there's even more opportunity. Oh, so much to do. Oh my gosh. So and, amazing. Yeah. And uh, flight specials are run all the time from you know major cities and things. Um, if you're lucky enough to live from a major airport, you know, you can probably get out for a very reasonable amount of money. And you can probably get out for not an unreasonable amount of money, even if you live near a small feeder airport. And remember, people, if you have CME funds from your organization that you can use to get where you're going to this amazing programming on physician wellness that will not only benefit you for that, you know, three days of programming, but pretty much forever is sort of my belief. Cause once you learn these tools, you don't unlearn them and you're going to have a community. Sounds like that's going to be amazing and strong. Mm -hmm. Christy and Larry, this has been so amazing. Is there anything else that you want to make sure that you share with my listeners before we say goodbye and aloha, right? Aloha. I just want to make sure everyone knows that they're welcome and please join us. I want to know that I want people to sign up. Sign oh, up soon yeah. so you don't miss your spot. And there are pictures of Outrigger and Glacier Rock Wellness Ranch that are on our website. We do include one luau ticket in the registration. We in and we negotiated so families who come, so you bring your yes, you can bring your family. You don't have to, nothing's required, but you can bring your family, and they'll all get 25% off on whether it's adult or child tickets. To too. Sounds so really nice to amazing. Sounds absolutely phenomenal. Well, I just want to thank you for your time. And most importantly, thank you from the bottom of my heart for this mission of doing this work to help healthcare workers, physicians be well, and to sprinkle in, you know, a good dollop of fun as well. So I am so grateful for the work that you're doing. Thank you so much. Well, and thank you oh, for doing yeah. this. Thanks I for mean, having us. It's great, to it's have great you. as we support each other and amplify each other's message. Absolutely. All right. Well, we are going to be the change. So listeners, go check it out on the links in the show notes. And hopefully I'll be seeing you all in Kona. Bye, everybody. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one -on -one coaching package is right for you. Sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com.